Okay, g'day, mate. Forty here, talking to Ronnie Goldman once again about my favourite book of the past year or so: Conservative Claims of Cultural Oppression on the Nature and Origins of Conservophobia. And one of the the great things that I learned in this book is that we all have hero systems. I, is that is that true, Ronnie? Do we do we all have hero systems? Even you know someone with like a, a ninety or an eighty or a seventy IQ. Do we all have hero systems? Well, okay, well, I've never thought about that question, and it's uh, it's an interesting one. I mean, um, certainly, you know, and I don't know how many people with that IQ I've, I've I've met, so maybe I'm speaking more from speculation than firsthand uh, experience or uh, or you know actual expertise. Uh, you know, I mean, we certainly all have have egos. I mean, I sort of think maybe even you know. Um, some animals uh, have the, the rudiments of an ego at a, at a, at a minimum. Um, but do you add an 80 IQ? Uh, do you have a hero system? I mean, can it, is it something which, do you have some sort of uh, sense of uh, things, objective importance, which you, to which you are on, on some level beholden, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, look, insofar as uh, we're talking about somebody who is uh, to a certain degree defective in terms of the normal human capacity of intelligence, you know, I'm not sure to what extent that is, uh, you know, IQ is uh, correlated with the uh, the affect structure, which I've 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 called uh, a, a a hero system. You know, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's something that would. Uh, have to sound trivial to us if articulated i'm really not uh sure i would be speaking outside my ken i think and what what can you tell tell us about your hero system well you know i mean uh i i the more uh with age and i look sort of look look back upon the uh background uh values that uh propelled me to act as I I, I did, I think uh, it, it certainly uh, I realized that, you know, in retrospect, and I, I write about this towards the end of the book, that, you know, at the end of the day, I have a sort of an, an adversarial uh, disposition, and I think that, uh, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's hubris, maybe it's, uh, you can also characterize it in more favorable terms, but, you know, certainly I, I think I, there was a drive to kind of uh upend or uh, outdo or one up uh, you know the the elites uh to show the uh the weaknesses of of of, of the elites you know and that's actually i think uh in uh i think in towards the end of a star star chamber i i quote uh nietzsche and i think he kind of sees that as the uh the hero system of the, the 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 philosopher and you know uh i i think i did have a certain uh point of pride that you know okay it, it would have been very easy in a stanford law school environment to take a you know various reactionary elements uh, various you know uh con economically conservative elements that's very much in, much encouraged and you know as we've discussed you know i'm certainly not a dyed-in-the-wool conservative so i would agree with uh the substance of a lot of those critiques and yet i kind of felt they were uh you know beneath me call that hubris or something else that sort of you know the real the real challenge of my implicit hero system at the time something that became articulated later 
for the time implicit was to to upend the uh, elites to kind of to expose the vice beneath the uh, the virtue so you know i don't know if that's uh you know maybe that's kind of parasitic on some level maybe it's kind of uh not self-sufficient though you know our conservatives have argued and i've i've echoed them in the book that, that is sort of a a characteristic of a lot of hero systems on uh of 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 of, of the left they have a sort of a self-perpetuating uh character because precisely because uh they are to such a significant extent defined by hostility to the hero systems of uh the right and i think on uh, you know what i what i was driven by by i i took that kind of hostility but i redirected it against the left the left itself and in, in order to show the respects in which they are you know the academic elites are constrained by their own conservatism okay so let me think out loud about a typical hero system for somebody on the right in America today, someone with an IQ north of 115. So right. they, they may very well, part of their hero system would very likely be God-based. So you know, aligning yourself with God's will would be heroic and it would be a way of gaining meaning for your life that goes beyond your own tawdry things, but you are connected to something eternal. You're connected to God. Another typical part of the right-wing hero system would be love and identification with country. So yep. you love the United States of America. You're willing to sacrifice the United States of America. You may well serve in the military for the United States of America. You think that the United States of America is a, perhaps a shining light on a hill uh, showing the rest of the world what it is possible for humanity to achieve. Another mm -hmm. part of your hero system would very likely be heterosexual marriage, it would be about the, the military should be a heterosexual institution, uh, having children who you try to lead in, you know, paths of goodness and righteousness and uh, hard work and, uh, you know, making money and saving for retirement, uh, donating some of your money to your church or to your synagogue or to causes that you believe in. Uh, these, I think, would be typical parts of a right-wing hero system in the United God, States of God, America. God, country, and family. God, yeah. country, and family. Yeah. Talk to me about what we might find in hero systems, say, among professors at Stanford Law School. You were two years at Stanford Law School. What did you notice about hero systems there? Well, you know, their, their hero systems, I mean, they have, uh, I think it, it sort of it operates on... Uh, you know, two levels. I mean, they want, you know, um, it, it is, it is a, the, the hero systems of the left are sort of, they're based not on uh, adherence to authority, though that certainly transpires in the background, but it is uh, claims to, uh, to higher, to higher insight. So, and, and there is a certain religiosity there, or at a minimum, a, uh, a certain uh, 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 spirituality. So even though it it is ostensibly you know secular, of course you know many many conservatives have said that the the you know even the left uh, they they believe they have overcome uh, traditional superstition. Nevertheless, um, uh, have their own commitments uh, structured by a, a certain kind of uh, religion religion analog. And uh, certainly among intellectuals, you know I think. Uh, that was already set forth in the uh, in the Republic, a certain ideal of the uh, philosopher kings, individuals who are able to kind of uh, 
they, they have the the heightened uh, self discipline, self restraint, uh, self control, self reflection to kind of control their their visceral instincts. They 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 see the the conservative that you just just described. God, country, and family. They they kind of even though. You know, from from the conservative point of view, that's that's very elevated. But from the point of view of the left, they see that as kind of uh, an animal-like uh, heteronomy. They are kind of instinctually bound to these traditional values. You know, they can't sort of step outside of these uh, reflexive reactions they have to things, be it you know, uh, sexual nonconformity or all the other things which they consider a. a a threat to this order. They see that as a kind of animal like uh instinct. They you know and then that and, and so the way the way those on the left see the hero systems of the right is simply a corollary of the hero systems of the left, which are based not on not on uh feel some kind of fealty of, of one form or another, but on on reflection and uh and insight, but you know there is there is in, in all hero systems it may be uh, to various degrees either implicit or explicit, but there is certainly in the background um, a certain sense of of one's own uh, superiority to uh, rival rival hero systems, and I don't think you know the kind of uh, you know there's a certain idea that they can achieve a certain kind of neutrality or maybe a uh, a a in commitment to public reasons, so they'll say, "Well, we don't, we don't expressly deny your hero systems. We just want you. We don't want you to act on it." But I think, on a on a visceral level, as I as I emphasize many times, uh, many many times throughout the book, that uh, there is there is this underlying symmetry. There, I mean, there are differences between the, the hero systems, but there's an underlying symmetry as well. You're you're getting me right, uh, communication wise. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Right. I just I, I heard a, heard a certain echo of myself, so I was a little bit concerned. But, yeah, but, that uh, was. I just uh, got a FaceTime from my brother, and I told him I'll call him back. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me read a description of of, of a hero system it's from the Academy of Ideas dot com, and okay. the whole thing about hero systems comes from Ernest Becker. Here's a quote right. from his famous book, The Denial of Death. This is the terror to have emerged from nothing, to have a name, consciousness of self, deep inner feelings, excruciating inner yearning for life and for self-expression. And with all this yet to die, it seems like a hoax. What kind of deity would create such complex and fancy worm food? So that's from Ernest Becker's Pulitzer yeah. Prize-winning book, The Denial of Death, which he puts forth and defends the thesis that the fear of death is the primary motivating factor behind much of human behavior. Or as Ernest Becker puts it, the idea of death, the fear of it, haunts the human animal like nothing else. It is a mainspring of human activity, activity designed largely to avoid the fatality of death, to overcome it by denying in some way that it is the final destiny for man. So humans, unlike any other animal, are aware of their own mortality. This awareness, when reflected on, elicits levels of anxiety and fear that can be so debilitating that to properly function, one must repress or deny their mortality. The way that Becker suggests humans go about denying death is by striving for the heroic, taking part in activities which lead one to believe that they are part of something more than their physical body, something that will live on past their physical death and so grant them a form of immortality. And for most people, they're not going to create amazing art. 
So what does like, your average bloke do to live on? So most people deny death by becoming fully absorbed in their social role and striving for whatever one's society deems as most desirable, which at this time would seem to be money, fame, and status. So as a vehicle for the masses to act out their urge for heroism, we've got society as a codified hero system, which means that society everywhere is a living myth of the significance of human life. It is a defiant creation of meaning. Is there anything you want to add to this description? Yeah, I, I, I think I think you know I think you would emphasize that, of course, you know the. Um... I, w I wouldn't. I, I not not to add to the description, but maybe to draw out uh, you know a few a few implications, uh, which is that you know so you have, um, and this is something that I, I I try to do in the in 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 the book. So one is that of course you know the 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 more idiosyncratic your hero system is, the harder it is to sustain it as a hero system, precisely because your your conviction in it is sustained by others. Uh, and so the more you deviate from the conventional hero systems, the the less automatic that social confirmation is going uh, to be. And of course, part of part of what you're trying to do, the extent your hero system is idiosyncratic, it is to induce others to see things your your way. But you have uh, you have your work cut out for you, you know, given given its 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 nature. So we have sort of this, you know. As far as you know, the significance of the concept of hero system is that certainly it it runs counter to the you know the liberal enlightenment idea that people want uh, individuality above above all above all else. Because once you see people as implicated in hero systems, you see that individuality is uh, in, in inherently uh, problematic, uh, potentially good, but. Uh, not not always actually actually good and you know uh, fraught with peril certainly a lot more a lot more prob problematic than uh, than liberals will uh, will acknowledge um, at a uh, at, at a minimum um, so that's um, yeah I, th I think that's that's something that should be stressed let me tell you about an experience I had. I recently sure. went back to Australia for three months, and I found right, right. within well, I saw, hours. I saw some of the YouTube videos. You were you were in a kayak, I think. Yeah, yeah within yeah. yeah within hours of getting back to Australia, I just felt myself like a completely different person. And and when I would look up the LA Times, I maintain like subscriptions to like eight different newspapers, including the LA yeah. Times. I would read the LA Times, and I just didn't really care about almost anything that was being described as happening in LA. Simply right. by moving myself from Los Angeles to Sydney, even though it was only a temporary vacation, almost everything right. that was pressing to me, important to me, on my mind, that I was striving for in LA, was just completely removed from me in Sydney, and all the news about what was going on in LA, I just found I didn't care about. So even a, a geographic shift for a temporary period of time, even when you go on vacation, it can kind of reconfigure large parts of your hero system. For sure, and, and you know, well, well, you know that that reminds me in, in both the uh, the Star Chamber and conservative claims at at several points, I discuss Heidegger and uh, his concept of being in the world. I think speaks directly to what you're talking about here, which is again, you have this Enlightenment myth that which is that the real you is is something inside. You know, it it has desires which propels you to then, 
seek their satisfaction in the world, but that the origin of these meanings is is inside you. But in precisely in the scenario that you are uh, you are describing, you you see that it's not really that way. You know, this is I, I, I discussed this uh, extensively. I think in, in chapter chapter three of uh, of conservative claims, the discussion of you know Heidegger and the social construction of meaning with. Uh, Berger and uh, I discussed Ernest Becker there too, and sort of the pseudo pseudopods. And, uh, yeah, who you really are is always responsive to a set of social meanings, and there are different ways to respond to that. But that is that is foundation, and, and you take it for granted. You don't see the the extent to which your inner sense of yourself is prompted by these outside callings precisely until you change those outside callings and then you have that uh that 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 weirdness and uh just oh yeah there's one more point that i wanted to i i, I forgot briefly but now now I, I i i recall so i i said the extent to which the idea of hero systems uh poses a a challenge to an enlightenment conception of individuality well it also uh may call a, 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 upon us to reconfigure our, our conceptions of, of equality and expand that in ways that some people on the left are quite uh, un uncomfortable. You know, in the book, there's you know, we have we have you know certain certain groups in the country where you know crime is, is you know is, is higher than than with other ethnic groups. That's a statistical facts, and you know it hasn't always been um, that way, but. Um, Certainly, those on the left will say, "Well, yes, that may be that may be true. We may have higher African American crime, maybe also higher, uh, you know, Hispanic crime. We don't we don't like that, but you know, before you judge, you have to understand the total circumstances in which a, a disproportionate number of of those people come from and put it in put it in context. And uh, w one thing I argue in the book, okay, fair enough, but in that in that spirit of sociological sophistication you have to also uh be somewhat forgiving of what what strikes liberals as the the you know unpalatable or toxic aspects of uh of conservative uh hero systems you know god country and family because of the fact that we need a hero system and for a great many people you know that's what it's going to be. It's going to be some variant of that. To the extent they're going to have a viable, you know, hero system at all. Again, you know, there can be there can be exceptions. Just like the, you know, yeah, you have some people who can who can be born into poverty and and pull themselves up from the bootstraps. But they, but liberals will recognize well the exceptions don't prove the the, the rule. And you know, then may, maybe if we're going to be tol tolerant and understanding of people who commit crimes of people who can't pull themselves out of their bootstraps um to escape poverty well then we've also got to be tolerant of or at least uh, you know understanding to to some degree at least of people who are implicated in uh in, in hero systems some of whose assets we might consider toxic but hey what are they going to do not everybody can have a uh you know a successful academic career and become an elite and, and distinguish themselves, uh, validate themselves in that, in that way. So 
you know that's 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 the, the, the paradox of conservative claims of cultural oppression that once you once you properly you have a more sophisticated understanding of human nature and you ex- which calls on you to expand to have a, a you know a more capacious understanding of certain ideals like equality you know I, I, ironically it would it would it, it would make the have to make the honest liberal at least somewhat more cons- uh, uh, forgiving of conservatives yeah, and uh, when I was in Australia, I went up to Tenham Sands, which is about six hours drive north of Brisbane. So it's it's verging on outback Australia. Right. And and I was up there for a month, and there wasn't a whole lot of social reinforcement for observing the Sabbath, <laughs> observing the, right, right. The, <laughs> the dietary laws, being being uh, an Orthodox Jew, you know, walking yeah. around with a yarmulke and and seat seat. There was no reinforcement for that, and I it. It kind of sobered me to think that without any social reinforcement, you know, my my fire for Yiddishkeit would would disappear. So, two thousand years ago, the rabbis taught, "Do not separate yourself from the community," because right. someone who tries to practice Orthodox Judaism on their own without a community to reinforce that this is, you know, the hero system above all other hero systems, uh, without that social reinforcement. Inevitably, people go cold in their Jewish observance. For sure, I mean that's that's you know I live I live I live in New York and uh, you know I've uh, now I live in I live in Queens. There aren't very many Orthodox Jews here, but 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 a number of years ago I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in Crown Heights. You know, as I was going to the gym, you know they could sense I was Jewish. They would always try to you know grab my attention, get me to you know put on tefillin or 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 or, or whatnot, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're you know they can be quite. I mean, you know, there's variation. You know, the Lubavitcher tend to be somewhat more cosmopolitan. You know, the Satmar uh, less less so. But uh, no, I mean, they they are they are producing social meanings. I mean, they have an intuitive sense that they are not uh, they are not self sufficient. You know, and that it's not just their individual effort. Their individual effort. They have to you know sustain a community. Uh, that reinforces those meanings, and certainly, you know, there are documentaries about uh, people who found that horribly oppressive and uh, had a hard time breaking away. They basically experienced it as a as a cult, more or less. You know, the leader senses deviance. You know, they send the hounds against you. You're ostracized. You are criticized. But you know, obviously, there are also people who are uh, who are deep into it. Who do not feel it to be uh, oppressive, who are rendered uh, more, not less, functional by the fact that they've managed to, you know, narrow their horizons in a uh, in a in a certain way. Yeah, I mean, I certainly, you know, obviously, given my own my own route, you know, I've I've, I've always attempted to expand my horizons, but to you know, to a certain extent, as I try to reflect upon in the book, that is. Uh, maybe a product of my own uh, adversarial uh, dis- disposition and 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 certainly not something that I would uh, hold out as a uh, a general prescription for humanity though you know we need those people too um, but uh, but it has its costs when, when I talk to Orthodox Jews and let's say the subject comes up like uh, God or or chosenness that Jews are the chosen people, I'll often start talking, well, we all have our hero systems, and this discernible look of pain 
comes across their face when I talk about how we all have our hero systems and Orthodox Jews have a particular hero system that the Torah was given by God to the Jewish people 3,200 years ago. And what makes a human being heroic is his ability to conform himself to the will of God. And this is what gives our life meaning and purpose and transcends you know, our own individual existence. But the, the concept that this is a hero system uh, provokes a, a look of pain. And I'm sure the same would be for many other believers, including people who believe in a left-wing ideology. If you were to confront them and say that, you know, what you hold sacred and transcendent is just another hero system, I, I expect that would cause them pain too. For sure. That's, that, that's in the nature of hero systems. They function, you know, to the extent that they are... Uh, not recognized as hero systems that their you know their sociological uh role is uh is is, is ignored unless if you look at uh nietzsche and and his understanding of of, of judaism you know which i i write about in uh, you know the, the critical theory of uh of academia it's, it's it's how uh judaism changed as a hero system over the millennia in reflection of of uh you know circumstances so you know originally in his mind you know when you go um er early into uh, the history of the hebrews you know the the, the the davidic kingdom even though you know certainly it's 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 monotheistic and in that respect you know different from the surrounding paganism still you know we, we know that for a long time there was a lot of paganism among the ancient uh Jews, you know, they had uh, they worshipped one God alone, but that didn't mean that they denied the existence of other gods necessarily. the The original uh, Hebraic hero system certainly was not uh, as intellectualized and you know academic as it was today. It was, you know, they were uh, like 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 all ancient societies. They were sort of a you know a warrior society, and the conception of divinity was was bound up. With themselves, with their sense of themselves as uh, warriors, you know. But over time, you've got the 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 collapse of uh, the uh, ancient Israelite kingdom, Babylonian uh, captivity, then you know some degree of independence, then the Romans, and so sort of gradually, like it, it, it Judaism, uh, the, the things that united it with all the other hero systems of the ancient world, those things just became. Uh, eroded over time just because you know there's no possibility of uh acting on them when they're you're this very very small people amidst these uh these huge near eastern empires and so you become more more religious more academic more uh more ascetic more uh more a function of you know personal discipline personal and and and, and communal discipline and improvement as opposed to you know some sort of political or uh, or, or or military uh, grandeur, and so you know, sort of it changed. Uh, it changed. It changed over uh, over time, and then when you have the uh, you know the birth of Israel, if you think about the flag, that is itself, it, it is in a sense, uh, an attempt to revise a uh, hero system where they have the traditional, uh, you know, two two blue uh, stripes of the tefillin, where they have the the Star of David instead, and saying like it's sort of an attempt to revert to something, uh, something closer to the original uh, Israelite uh, hero system, as opposed to the more uh, intellectualized and ascetic uh, hero systems that was just sort of you know 
necessitated by uh, by living in the in the uh, diaspora and then losing uh, political autonomy. Yeah, that's a great point. In one circumstance, being a warrior was the the epitome of you know what is heroic. But in another circumstance, being a Talmud scholar is the epitome of what is heroic, and they're both uh, come from from Judaism. So I thought I'd just digress for a couple of minutes and just talk about the various hero systems that I have moved in and and through and out and sure. and maybe you can share some of your own hero systems that you've moved through. So when I was a kid, my father was a preacher, so. I wanted to be a Seventh-day Adventist missionary. I, I thought I'd go to India and the Third World and convert people to Jesus, and that was my hero system. Uh, then I stumbled upon running marathons at age 11, and I thought, oh, I'm going to become a marathon runner. I'm going to set the world record. That was my hero system. Uh, then I thought I'm going to become a great political leader. I was reading books about Winston Churchill, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and I thought I'm going to become a great political leader. Uh, in eighth grade, I thought I'm going to become a journalist. So from... 1980, which was eighth grade, until basically 2007, I mm -hmm. saw my primary mission usually as being a journalist and saw that profession mm -hmm. as the most heroic of all professions. Then I got really sick in 1988, and everything that I was trying to do in life was stripped from me. And so then I turned to Judaism, and that's where I got my meaning in life. It's like, okay, I'm not able to accomplish anything, but I'm achieving these profound insights into the nature of existence because, you know, all I can do is lie here in my sickbed, and I realize that all that really matters is God and goodness and fulfilling the commandments. And then I had some success as a blogger, and I thought, you know, blogging, this is like the epitome of a hero. You're taking on the establishment. And then it transitioned to vlogging. And I, I do some shows with over 900 live viewers. It's like, wow, this is the, you know, the epitome of the, the hero. Uh, I was wondering if you could share anything about different hero systems that you may have cycled in and out of. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I was, uh, when I was, uh, let's see. I, I mean, you, you know, I, I um, certainly when I, was, when I was in high school, I was, uh, I was on the uh, school uh, newspaper, The Phoenix. And, uh, you know, already then I had an, you know, adversarial disposition, you know, I wrote all sorts of, uh, articles. I mean, they were very little, little, you know, Im Im importance, you know, maybe I, I would criticize the, the parking lot policy or, you know, we would be handed these like pride pins for like, you know, uh, various forms of conformist achievement. I criticized the money spent on, uh, on, on, on pride pins. Um, you know, so I had, you know, again, you know, I mean, you look back, you see you're a kid, you know, you're looking for something. It's not, it's not based on a mature assessment of, uh, of things important, but that, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't matter. You know, you will, you will impute, uh, that, 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 that importance because, uh, because you need to, you know, and I would say, um, certainly, uh, in, if, if I think in terms of my, my academic, uh, you know the, the trajectory I was on for a for a long time, at least you know until I just sort of emerged at as a full time attorney. Certainly, that was that was the the, the roots of that. Certainly, were born in uh, early uh, early undergraduates. So you know, I took uh, I took philosophy classes, but I also you know at the time I sort of started experimenting pretty. Uh, pretty uh, intensively with uh, with with LSD and uh, other psychedelics you know it was just uh, it was quite by by chance you know we were in the dorm 
and there was this frat, and uh, they came over and they gave us all these like invitations. Hey, we're having a kegger this weekend. Come on over. You know, they're trying to recruit people. And you know, we head out there and we meet this guy. He's not really a member of the frat, but he's their friend and he lives there. And he's a drug dealer. And like, you know, this is, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm 18 uh, at at the time. And so, you know, definitely I and uh, my crew on my hallway and some people I met elsewhere definitely get into that. It's sort of a big thing, dropping acid on the weekend, going to uh, the Arboretum, this big, this big park, uh, talking philosophy. So I think, like, you know, that was all quite by chance. I, I'm sure that my life would be altogether different if I'd never gone down that path. But that that experience, you know, I mean, it's been both a big pro and a big uh, a big con. I mean, I can see like sort of, you know, the the adversarial disposition was certainly born there. But I also feel that as a result of uh, that experience, that has always uh, debil- to a certain extent uh, debilitated my ability to take hero systems seriously which is to say you know that's the problem the, the the more your visceral awareness that these are human creations the harder it is for you to actually uh believe in them but you do need to believe in them you know and that's and that's that's the problem and, and i think that in a sense those early experiences propelled me to try to in a sense you know generate my own uh my own hero system my own kind of uh, academic countercultural hero system, which is you know I guess you know expressed in the in in the memoir, but the roots of that were were then were because you know the the you know basically you know all psychedelics destabilize your you know your basic you know synaptic structures to sort of you know your organ your world is normally organized in a particular way, which sort of you know ahead of conscious reflection structures just how you see things. And basically, what what the psychedelics do is they they sort of you know they destabilize that for temporarily, and uh, that that those experiences in a sense put me in a position where I could not but you know try to create my own sweet generous source of meaning you know kind of you know reckless of that may be at a certain level because I was I was left with no no other options. Yeah, and when you change profession. You know the hero system often changes with you. What one thing that is absolutely certain is that you you can't live without a hero system. Even when I was reduced to my knees by illness, I still had a hero system. Even when I was sleeping around, I had a very strong hero system. When I was a successful blogger, I had a hero system. When I was an unsuccessful blogger, I had a hero system. I just had to adjust it. So when I have a big audience, I think I'm superior because I have a big audience. When I have right. a small, small audience, I think I'm superior because I'm willing to forego having a big audience to talk about the truth. But whatever changes, one thing that does not change is the absolute biological necessity of having a hero system. Yes, and that, that's absolutely true. And what, what, you, what you're saying, you know, I can... I can uh very similar set of uh, of experiences and challenges and realizations that I think with the memoir, you know, of course, you know, my, my fantasy on some level was that, you know, it would uh, sell, you know, a huge amount and I would have some sort of, you know, global vindication of this silent struggle. You know, now I realize, you know, that it's not uh, happened, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I've, I've sold, you know, I don't know, 80 100 copies or something certainly some people have uh you know very much appreciated but it's not it's not cut on like a 
wildfire. And so, yeah, so now I need to think of myself like, you know, yeah, originally the hero system required some sort of uh, of vindication. Now I have to accept that, you know, that that may not come, but see it in a way where it doesn't detract from the Enterprise uh, itself. I was, you know, a, a guy, I spoke to a guy who had read the book and he had, he had been to Stanford um, and so some of what I said resonated with him and he said, well, you know, don't, you know, these things, you know, uh, no one's paying attention now. It can take, uh, you know, decades or centuries, you know, for this stuff to catch on. Well, you know, I have to, you know, resign myself, just realize like, you know, it's not, I, I obviously have to find a way to push it. I can't just let it sit on, you know, the, the digital Amazon shelf, you know, but I have to, I have to kind of reconfigure that entire effort and realize that there's not going to be some sort of uh you know automatic torrent of uh of praise and uh and appreciation yeah it's not it's not it's not gonna happen but you know what is that does that does that mean yeah does that reduce the value of the project or does that mean it's so elevated that you know what can i expect i don't know i've got you know i've got to see things in the most favorable lights you know as you just uh alluded to yeah, like when I'm winning, you know, I think about winning is the apex of, of my hero system. When I'm losing, I'm, you know, I'm really winning because the losing is a winning because it's reduced me to reality and I get to see things that people who are winning out there, they're just going to miss. So when right. I'm winning or losing, my, my hero system's reconfiguring to make me, you know, the very epitome of what I could be. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's, it, it's hard to reconfigure. Now, Today, today's April second, twenty twenty three. I I released the memoir exactly one year ago today. You know, and it was only it was, and that was only about you know about four months earlier. I could I had actually finished the writing. I still feel like I am uh, not yet sure how exactly to you know reconfigure. You know, I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm just not sure. I. Um, I feel I've been absorbing that hero system for so long that even though, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I want to like engage more in uh, you know, contemporary uh, political discourse. It's not, it's not so easy. I was in my world for so long that to try to like now deal with the limited reception it received, but to try to then, but still harness it towards some, um, you know, greater effort. You know, I'm still, I'm still, wa- you know, wandering about, uh, sputtering about a, a little bit on that, uh, on that front, because, 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 because hero systems are feel objective. Once you have to move on to something else, you know, it it, it takes quite a while before you can really re, re, reshape it in a, in a plausible way. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm, I'm there yet. Yeah. So here's something that's in the news right now in Australia. A One Nation member of the New South Wales Parliament, Mark Latham, he used to be actually the leader of the opposition. He he was in a race for, for prime minister about uh, 16 years ago, but he's moved to Pauline Hanson's One Nation Party, which is a nationalist party. And uh-huh. he tweeted at a gay MP who'd complained that this or that was disgusting. And so Mark Latham responded, disgusting. How does that compare with sticking your dick up a bloke's ass and covering it with shit? So uh, Mark Latham was just roundly condemned. Everyone said this is absolutely unacceptable. 
Uh-huh. I'm just thinking about, you know, in large part it, informed by your book on the uh, conservative claims of cultural oppression, whether or not you find a particular act uh, disgusting or particular policies, I don't know about global warming, disgusting, or you find Mark Latham's tweet about a particular sexual act is disgusting. It all depends on the, you know, whatever is your particular hero system. There is no, but there's no inherent biological, geological reason why any of these things is more or less disgusting than anything else. It just depends entirely on the arbitrary nature of your hero system. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, any kind of, you know, from the point of view of, uh, you know, any kind of traditional, you know, uh, Christian notion of like, you know, purity or so, you know, certainly, I mean, any kind of biological act, even, you know, heterosexual as much as homosexual could be seen as kind of, you know, very, very animal-like. So his, you know, his tweets, I think it kind of, you know, applied it rather rather you know you know selectively um but so what was he you say 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 okay well homosexual act is 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 disgusting too but what was the what was the position his position that was being characterized as disgusting just the the general conservatism or nationalism was seen as disgusting oh no the homophobia of his tweet was seen as disgusting and I, I'm just thinking whether you're homophobic or philo, uh, philo homo, or you know, yeah. wherever you are on this spectrum, there, there's no inherent reason why his tweet is more disgusting than the particular this or that sex act. It's just all a matter of of somebody's hero system. Wherever you stand, you're making a stand on you declared something sacred, whether it's. Um, tolerance towards you know all different forms of sexual expression or whether right. you are declaring what's sacred is that uh, sexual expression should only be between men and women yeah there's, there's a certain uh, you know relativity there now of course you know uh i i guess the liberal is going to respond to that and say exactly don't you realize that you know all these visceral reactions we have to things even though they may feel subjectively to be very compelling, we have to realize that they are just that uh, subjective feeling. So, you know, what if we, that's the question. What if, could we all tone that down to, you know, lower, lower the volume on those kinds of, uh, of reactions. But I mean, and that's, but I think, that's something most conservatives would say is, is kind of a liberal ruse, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, that would create the order that the liberals want. If everybody, you know, toned down their if they could, if it's if it's doable, they they, they tone down their sense of the disgusting to, you know, w- volume one out of out of ten. I mean that would create a liberal society. Now, maybe there, there might not be, there might be other things that you don't like about that society that are sort of the, the side effects, I guess, of, uh, of that reduction to 10. People don't get disgusted with anything, but that's also because maybe they don't really believe in anything strongly anymore, generally. Um, so what is, uh, may, may, maybe disgust, is a necessary price of 
any hero system, and I guess that insofar as we need hero systems that uh, we need discussed, that I guess discussed is uh, is it, it, it inevitable. Um, but then I guess at the end of the day, you have to look at it empirically, like which feelings of disgust have, you know, remained mere subjective sentiments or maybe expressed as mere insults um, and which ones by contrast have led to actual violence and, uh, and mayhem. And I guess, um, you know, look, the, the liberal response, I guess, is going to be, yeah, okay, you know, we hurt, uh, we hurt your conservative uh, feelings, but it's not the same thing as, you know, people getting beaten up or, or lynched and so forth. That's that's going to be the liberal response. In the, the 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 liberal view is that sort of the the hero systems at the end of the day, conservative hero systems lend themselves to more uh, to creating more tangible damage and injury than the mere you know contempt of the of the liberal elite towards towards conservatives. So that's what they're going to say. You know, is it? Is it true, sort of, you know, empirically? Um, even, I guess, even even if it were true, empirically, you know, we're bound by hero systems. Like conservatives are not going to be able to tolerate that that liberal, you know, contempt. Even even if it's right wingers who are like, you know, more likely to engage in, you know, mass shootings or or the like. I'm not I'm not sure about that. I think that's probably true, but I'm not I'm not absolutely sure. Right, so you you could. Uh, one one thing that struck me was that, to the best of my knowledge, in all the discourse about Mark Latham's tweet, no one mentioned that we're just talking about a, a conflict of hero systems. I don't really think that would have added to the discussion level. Instead, there was just a unanimous vote in, in the media that this was absolutely disgusting and unacceptable. And so, yeah, you can then compete over which hero system is going to produce the greatest good for the the greatest number, right? You can have a utilitarian uh, argument, or you can argue over which hero system is more in alignment with the Bible, or you can argue over, you know, which hero system is more in alignment with, you know, John Rawls or the Australian Constitution. I mean, you have to find some arbitrary, arbitrary standard, which you can then judge these conflicting hero systems against. Is there anything you want to add to that? I mean, I, I guess you could say that in, in the end, you know, it's the the critique of the conservative hero system is that in, in a sense, even if, you know, we, we concede that modernity, even though maybe it has made our physical lives more comfortable, it has caused uh, various forms of uh, psychological uh, injury to human beings. Uh, which are, would be less rare in a traditional uh, society, at least in terms of the the average middle-of-the-road non-deviant human being is maybe you know better off in a conservative society um, in terms of the stability of the hero system, and and yet. These traditional hero systems, and the problem saying, well, let's go back to the past, is that, well, what's the point of going back to the past when we know as a matter of historical reality that the past led to the present? 
So it's like you think, well, can't we? What can't we just go go back? But there's there's there are reasons. It wasn't sheer bad luck or, or, or cosmic accident that the traditional hero systems er- eroded in order to, prefer, to create this like you know cacophony of meanings in in modernity. They broke down for a reason. They were no longer you know believable. So you know, at the end of the day, you you could say that. You know the hero systems on the left. Uh, you know the kind of the left spirituality. The you know the 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 yoga spirituality. You know commuting with all being sort of a cosmopolitan um, citizen of the world. You know as kind of untenable as that might uh, appear to be psychologically on a certain level, just given the you know limitations of uh, human beings. Uh, the crooked timber of humanity. Still, that kind of uh, you know imperfection uh, may be more tolerable than uh, you know a, a hero systems which depend on some sort of uh, deep uh, metaphysical belief. You know, after after Nietzsche's death of of God, yeah, at their best, conservative hero systems might be you know more natural and more more viable on 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 some level you know that makes that makes that makes sense i mean after all we you know we 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 emerged for from from apes who have a certain biological concreteness and liberal universalism certainly grates against that at a at a at a, at a general level so you know that 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 critique of the hero system of, of the left is is legitimate and yet even though there's a certain you know unacknowledged uh, you know uh unargued spirituality there it it doesn't require you to accept you know what from a, a sophisticated historical point of view seems like you know you know very dubious propositions about this religion being the you know the 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 true one, you know, it has the hero systems of love have, have that going for them at least. So let's say someone is publicly engaged and follows the news and they're, they have a hero system. They've got an IQ over 115. They, they read books. They have a, a coherent uh, political ideology. And so for a person like that, I would have to think that, you know, watching the news is frequently going to be painful. And your book helped me. It helped anesthetize me from the emotional ups and downs of of following the news to see whether my team was was winning or losing. But I still, even after reading your book, I still retain a hero system. And I still have a sense that my hero system is, you know, contains elements that are, you know, objectively, transcendently uh, true. But your your way of thinking in your book, you know, kind of helped anesthetize me from the pain of, you know, dealing with a world which is frequently violating my hero system. Do you have any thoughts on how the politically engaged, socially engaged, culturally engaged, religiously engaged person with a coherent uh, hero system who does want to follow what's going on in the world, uh, how do they then deal with the constant pain of seeing their hero system, hero system violated? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know where you're coming from. You know, when I, when I hear that, I, I, I thought to my mind, like, you know, okay, well, 
I am here, you know, upset that, you know, my book is not, my memoir is not caught on uh, to the degree um, that I would have liked, but I, I kind of go go back to the actual, you know, the the details of that hero system. Like, like what, what, why aren't you, why aren't the rest of you, like, buying buying this book and affirming this you, you know i mean obviously you know it's not gonna be of interest to anyone but you've got a, a lot of like very you know visceral negative reactions to it as 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 well and you know if i, I go back and i look at like the last chapter it's like well but i've explained all this why is it why am i so surprised why is it this huge mystery you know i've said that you know naturally the elites would dismiss this they have no interest in 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 colonizing it of course i would be seen as a you know a conspiracy theorist you know or maybe at best uh um say uh uh create having the book being you know a tempest in a teapot um and so it follows logically from what i've said that I in the memoir would be in the position that I'm in. It's nothing. It's nothing inconsistent with anything I've said. It was in fact predicted. If I go back and look at the line, and yet, and yet, because it is a hero system, I still demand the universal. I still, in the back of my mind, would like to think that sort of you know, deep down, even though you know people told me, of course, you know, uh, it's just you know too complex for a lot of people to even follow. Still, like deep down, I would like to think that my hero system has like captured something universal, or, or something something is wrong when other people, not enough other people, latch onto it to the same to the same you know degree. So it's 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 an irrational contradiction between the the heroic yearning to. Be I don't want to even say like acknowledge that sounds kind of like you know whiny and heteronymous, but let's say be be vindicated, uh, and and the realization that given the 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 nature of your hero system and the the, the diversity of human hero systems, that it, it would not be reasonable to expect that. In 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 fact, even though even though you need it. Um, so I, I, I find myself to be in a, a, a version of that uh, dilemma, you know, as, as, as well. And it's just like a, a, a contradiction that I'm trying to worm my way uh, out of it, you know. And uh, if, you know, that's just that's, uh, the path for better or worse that I've uh, gone down, you know. Who knows? You know, maybe, maybe if I hadn't, you know that LSD as a freshman, I would have gone on, you know, my plan was to be sort of a, you know, a journalist and write, and write you know, write op-eds, you know, maybe I'd be uh, working for the New Yorker today and like writing write op-eds or something like some more, you know, elite but conventional um, occupation uh, that would have, uh, the tension that you've described would then, would then be absent. But, uh, uh, Alas, you know, uh, fate has has not has not taken me in that direction. Uh, can one really embody? Uh, can one really feel viscerally in, in your body uh, an understanding that your own hero system is fictional? I mean, is that possible? Can one well, reach? Yeah, such a I, I, well, I mean, state? you can't. I mean, you could yeah, you could re you you could recognize it 
cognitively, but I agree that sort of on, on, on the more on the vi- more visceral level. No, you, I mean, it's very undermining to see it as fictional. You know, that's yeah. what we call we call that's 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 depression. You know, you can't. There is there is a a uh, and so you go out of your way to uh, prevent a situation in which you would feel no choice but to still recognize it in that way, you know, little little things, you know, okay, so right now, uh, you know, it's not a huge number, but, you know, maybe, maybe you know, propagate myself through YouTube, maybe write op-eds, find, find some way. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm sort of on a, on a, in a, in a, in a race against time to to vindicate uh the hero system you know that's not a it's not an enviable position uh to 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 be in you know much better to be in a hero system where you are in fact you know you are uh uh socially vindicated from the outset and you don't have to go out of your way to generate that vindication or to 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 try but uh, you know uh, alas that that is the situation so you can't really transcend having a hero system. You can't reach such a state of knowledge that uh, it, it no longer hurts you. I, 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 I cannot, you know, I mean, I thought to myself, you know, maybe I should go to a Buddhist temple. Maybe I should go to Zen. Maybe that, that is, you know, Buddhism is the attempt, the genuine attempt to, you know, transcend uh, hero systems. But, you know, uh, in terms of, I, I don't want to say no one, can I mean yes you have you have those Zen masters and maybe they have in fact uh, succeeded and maybe they are in a you know a, a qualitatively different state rather than just another uh, hero system you know Nietzsche Nietzsche thought much more of uh, of Buddhism than he did of uh, Christianity he thought he saw it as you know much more scientific much more uh, self much more lucid and self-transparent precisely because and as they recognized this problem you know directly that we've been we've been uh discussing you know and they just said well we have to just get rid of all all hero systems not not replace one by uh but another that may carry its own cost but they were at least you know uh lucid about what they're doing yeah so do do some people have a more intense uh, hero system than others, or are we perhaps fooling ourselves if we feel like we have an ability to stand outside our hero systems? Well, I, I mean, the, the 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 more the more uh, unique, individuated, idiosyncratic your hero system, other things being equal, is going to be less intense, precisely because y- you know. Because you have to generate that, because so much more of the of the conviction has to be generated from within, rather than being supplied effortlessly from uh, from without. So the the more individuated you are, the weaker you are. Yeah. It's not that, that that's that's a, a misconception of uh, liberalism, which I in fact you know discussed at some length already in my uh, my my two orientations towards human nature. That was my my, my first book. Uh, after uh, after grad school has sort of you know there there is a uh, uh, individuality has to be seen as a kind of uh, a kind of weakness a kind of illness uh, maybe one from which you can you know recover and grow from possibly but 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 in in in, in itself 
a, a, a liability, a position uh, in, in, into which you are forced, into which people are forced by a lot of circumstances uh, and that they have to deal with more or less profitably, not something that we would naturally be impelled to, uh, to seek out. So how does the wise philosopher who also wants to engage with the world, how does the wise philosopher who believes that, say, Donald Trump is a mortal threat to the health and the future of the republic, how does this wise liberal philosopher then deal with four years of the Trump presidency? What, what, are, what are wiser ways of dealing with a hero system that is you know, assaulted by reality on a daily basis? Well, you know, I mean, you have to realize that, you know, Trump, Trump prevailed because there was something in his in his character, not in his beliefs. I don't know that he had it has, you know, firm beliefs, something in his temperament, which, you know, firmly resonated with um default human nature you know uh to go back to conservative claims of cultural oppression you know he is the trump is the repudiation of the civilizing process um of the disciplines and refreshments of the buffered idea identity this idea of you know he is i his hero system is i have these strong feelings within me they are self-validating. I don't need to apologize for them. I don't need to explain them. Here they are. That's you know that's that's a a very human uh, way of uh, of experiencing things, and something that you know a lot of uh, people experience things that way. And you know, that's that's his uh, that's his appeal, and why the uh, conservative invocation of wokeness. Uh, here is so much power for uh, conservatives. It's not that you know most of them are you know truly being shadowed down on a daily basis by you know the the woke the woke mob. I mean you can find illustrations of that, but it's it's you know. But I, I think symbolically, not not in terms of like people's day to day experience, but in terms of you know symbolically, wokeness represents this hostility. To sort of the very uh, visceral animal-like uh, temperament sensibilities that uh, that Trump uh, validates, which is also our you know our default state as uh, as human beings, and so you you want to you know criticize uh, you criticize Trump on all sorts of uh, levels. He, he eschews you know all sorts of you know values that I hold dear, and yet. And yet my uh, research over all the years makes Trump uh, very uh, understandable as a, uh, a, a symbol of a certain self-acceptance, a certain self-acceptance of the hero systems into which you were born and the, the, the defense of that self-acceptance against sort of these like, you know, higher demands that the, uh, the, the, the elites would uh, – would impose upon people. Now, is it is it fair to say that it really doesn't matter unless a person's interested in politics or in an exceptional position? The real life of hundreds of millions of Americans is not really affected 
hardly at all, depending on who's president. Do you, do you think that's basically true? Um, the real life. Well, I mean, it's. It could be true, but it, but it looks like insofar as people decide to make uh, Trump or to make the, the, the resurgence of Trump part of their identity, then it's sort of like, you know, it it, it does matter. And it, it matters because he is he is symbolic of their uh, hero systems. So the way they articulate it, you know, uh, our lives, you know, they, they, they people can't put it that way to themselves. People don't want to acknowledge that they are, you know, beholden to hero systems. So they will articulate it, you know, on a more, you know, tangible level, whether it be he will like, you know, restore jobs or prevent, you know, various forms of uh, mayhem, be it transgenderism or whatever, whatever else it may be. So people people represent their allegiance to Trump in terms of certain you know putative tangible benefits that he represents, but the the real uh, wellspring of their attraction to him, their allegiance to him, is uh, uh, is, is is his symbol for a certain kind of hero system or a certain range of uh, hero systems which are less. Uh, less compromised by what conservatives experience to be these very, uh, you know, unnatural, artificial uh, demands imposed by liberalism. So one way of judging hero systems is do they enable you to be more effective and pass on your genes in life? And so I'm thinking about one woman I know who was a volunteer for the Hillary Clinton campaign, and when Hillary lost in November of 2016. She could not go to work for six weeks. She was basically, she took to bed for about six weeks. So that would strike me as probably a maladaptive hero system. And as, as opposed to, say, someone who was volunteering for Hillary, supporting Hillary, was devastated when Hillary lost, but then, you know, went out and started marching in pussy hats and made like valuable friends and contacts and enhanced the quality of her life by, by taking action. But if you can't sleep at night because of news that doesn't have any direct effect on your life, uh, and you know, if you, if you take to bed because you find the news so depressing, if you can't show up for work because you find the news so depressing, then it seems like we are dealing there with a maladaptive uh, hero system. While I, 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 go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. And I think for someone to have the reactions you've described, uh, they would certainly have to have a, a, a vastly over-idealized uh, view of Hillary Clinton, you know, even if you thought she was far better than uh, than, 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 than Donald uh, Trump, uh, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you would have to see her something, you know, better than the, 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 the lesser evil. Um, to become dysfunctional for for six weeks, you know, I certainly, uh, would not, uh, would not feel that way, but I, but, uh, I think that, 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 that is an example of, uh, the extent to which, uh, hero systems are not, you know, idle, you know, ideations. That's, that's sort of, um, you know, the, the liberal attack on, uh, on conservatives that, you know, conservatives are, I've been, uh, bamboozled into these uh, his preoccupations with uh, 
purely symbolic concerns, whereas uh, liberals are more attuned to, you, you know, the tangible sources of actual uh, human welfare. So, you know, heroes, they see hero systems, they are uh, these illusory relics from a sort of a bygone pre-modern past that, you know, unfortunately still live on uh, within certain segments of the population, such as uh, as conservatives. But the example you 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 just invoked shows that all of us have these physiological embedded uh, hero systems that become attached to some uh, very uh, very specific things. So you know as I, as I stressed throughout uh, the book that that example Hillary, Hillary Clinton um, it reveals the uh, the underlying symmetry uh, between liberals and conservatives. Their their their, their mutual uh, uh, beholdenness to uh, to hero systems. Okay, so I want to use a couple of analogies here. My wrist works, so I can pick up a pen, I can click my mouse. My wrist does everything I want my wrist to do, so my my wrist is working. On the other hand, if I am experiencing extreme anxiety um, about you know anything in the news that doesn't directly affect me, my anxiety system is not working as it should like i should not be in fight or flight uh b because of decisions being made in washington dc that have no effect on, on my my life so do you think it's useful to one way to approach your hero system and perhaps to understand one's own hero system is to think you know is this adaptive or maladaptive meaning does my hero system assist me with getting out of bed in the morning doing the things that I need to do in the morning? Does it help connect me to the people that I want to be connected to? Does it give me the strength and energy to do the things that I want to do? Or does it undercut the things that I, I want to do? So is the maladaptive versus adaptive understanding of, of hero systems, is that a useful distinction? I, I, I think I think up to a point it uh, it is. I mean, certainly, you know, any... Uh counselor or uh, you know psychotherapist is going to tell you yeah that's exactly how you should uh, think about uh, is your hero system adaptive or maladaptive but the problem is that you know hero systems by their nature don't lend themselves to uh those kinds of interpretations because it is in the nature of the of the hero uh the hero is not going to see things that so you know quote unquote you know, petty, petty a level, they're going to do what has to be done, you know, regardless of the consequences. So there is, there's that inherent, again, that inherent tension between our reflexive capacities, which would indeed aspire to uh, modify our hero systems to the extent uh, we can to, you know, make them more adaptive, more, uh, more functional. But part of, you know, vindicating through yourself through a hero system is that you do not see yourself as overly beholden to considerations of adaptiveness or expediency uh, generally because a, a, hero, a true hero would not be. Right, but like when my team wins, it gives me pleasure to watch the highlights. And if my team loses, I generally don't watch the highlights because that makes me feel bad. When Trump won the 2016 election for fun, I would like when I'd ride my bike doing exercise, uh, you know, my stationary bike, I would watch like the network news for, for on election night. And it was just so much fun seeing the liberal right. tears. And so I watched like the election night news on three or four different channels. 
but I have not watched Joe Biden's, you know, election news because that would just make me unhappy. So we do have some ability to turn our hero system up or down. So when my team wins, it does me no good to to understand this is just a game, right? That would just reduce my joy. But when right. my team loses, it does do me good to realize this is just, you know, a hobby and something that, you know, lacks any ultimate meaning. So I do think we do have some capacity to turn our system, hero system up in intensity or down in intensity. Fair, fair, fair enough. I mean, again, you have, you know, human beings, we are always, you know, we've evolved over, you know, millions of years. I guess we've been modern humans for a few hundred thousands of years. And you have certain, you know, you, you have different systems within human beings and you have sort of the more, you know, primordial, they call it reptilian or call it something else systems uh, that, that are, are, you know, sort of, you know, very, very visceral. And those are, uh, those are intentions with, you know, these, uh, you know, more evolved reflexive uh, capacities and they sort of, you know, they, 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 they in, interact. In, uh, in in various ways, and I wouldn't want to, you know, say that either of those are, you know, certainly are are un, unreal. But uh, the, the the problem with liberalism, I guess, is that sort of the it it overstresses the one half of that equation, which is you know our ability to modulate our you know our reflexive uh, intelligent capacities to modulate versus sort of our more animal-like, you know, primitive reactions, which, uh, which resist modulation. And they're both, they're both there. You're just given, you know, we have, we have our default human nature. We have the way society has strengthened certain aspects of that human nature, the exclusion of, of, uh, of, 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 of others. Uh, but I guess, I mean, to the extent, uh, I don't, I don't think most conservatives, you, you know, they would, they would, probably say there are profound limits on our ability to you know modulate our hero systems to the extent they're going to they're going to remain functional as hero systems okay uh i would think for anyone with a you know strongly held uh, hero system about politics that watching the news is going to be like a stress test so when you do Right. Literal stress test, you get on a bike and you go to about 95% of your capacity and they kind of check out, you know, whether your heart can handle it, whether your system can handle that level of exertion. And I'm someone who follows the news pretty closely because I enjoy it. And so it doesn't usually stress test my, my system because right. I, I've, you know, achieved a certain level of philosophical detachment. So here are some of the ways that I notice people get unhinged when they follow the news. Uh, one, they overestimate their ability to change things in the world. Uh, two, they tend to overestimate the importance of the news. Three, they overestimate the importance of you know following the news. I guess I'm just repeating myself there. They overestimate their own ability to understand the news because obviously there are lo there's a lot more going on in the news than we can possibly understand. The news is just you know shadows dancing on the wall of a cave as opposed to reality. Uh, some people, if they if they you know have a dysfunction following the news, it, it's because they're denying reality. Uh, some people, when they follow the news, it deepens their pathologies, such as you know feeling grossly superior or inferior to others to a maladaptive degree, or feeling mm -hmm. hopeless, like the woman who was bedridden for six weeks, uh, feeling right. desperate because the other party won. Uh, it can lead some people 
particularly young men, to want to take grand action, uh, completely detached from reality. It can lead people whose news indicates that their team's winning or losing to get overly inflated or deflated. People can, you know, identify too strongly with winning or losing when really the news is a very superficial and limited uh, depiction of what's really going on in the world. Uh, it can be tempting to lose your own individual identity to bigger entities than, than yourself. And so you, you can lose touch with what you really should be focusing on, which are the things that you can control. Uh, you can use the news to try to hurt other people, to put them down, or you can try to sell out to the mainstream news perspective to try to get mainstream respectability if you feel like you're on the margins. So those are some of the ways that I see people getting unhinged dealing with the news and its conflicts with one's hero system. Is there anything there that you'd like to comment on? Well, you know, I... I, I... The, the problems which you're describing certainly real they are sort of problems which I almost uh, I envy to a certain extent I that I wish I had a little bit more of you know because I have uh, you know throughout the last I guess decade or so you know writing these 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 books which you've you you you've read and like dealing with these issues on such a uh high level of philosophical you know abstraction even even when it comes to the memoir even even as as concrete and visceral as that was i was still that was on a high level of philosophical abstraction you know i kind of wish more so than i have that i would become um more more kind of captive to these like news stories that they would sort of overwhelm my reactions a little bit more than they actually uh are you know so in in a sense you know i've i've uh perhaps you know cultivated my uh sense of uh of, of theory i feel for you know from my perspective i may have you know have the opposite vice of the one that you've uh, described in that sort of I've cultivated my capacity for, you know, nuance and perspective and relativization more so than would be ideal to the point that, you know, I've made like, you know, two YouTube videos so far and you know, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, about, you know, what can I do to improve? I mean, everybody, everybody you know, sucks when they start. Uh, I know, I know that, but I was thinking, you know, I, I, I have a hard, a, a little bit of difficulty just like fully believing what I'm saying, just because in the back of my mind, I go, yeah, okay, but there's other perspectives to it. It's almost, it's almost uh, uh, too great a, uh, a, a, a disengagement. So I kind of, you know, the vices which you're describing are certainly real, are certainly possible from like where i'm coming from i would i would prefer to be somewhat more compromised by those vices uh than i than i am because sort of the the insistence on objectivity and and perspective that can be that can be debilitating too in its way now how does living in a multicultural multi-religious multi-racial society affect people's hero systems because you would think that it would generally have an effect of 
making people a little more aware of the fictional nature of their own hero yes. system. Yes, and that is and that is that is the problem with uh, with, with 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 liberalism is that you you know human beings need a certain degree of fiction, but when you have different people are are playing out different dramas, different scripts, that that makes the fictional uh, nature uh, rather 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 salient. So that is really uh, the uh, the problem of modernity. It is the the reason why you know uh, tolerance is uh, easier easier said than done um, as well because in the end you know we have a, a liberalism as a very simplistic you know well, my my freedom to swing my fist you know ends at your nose so it has it it, it, it presents a uh, a very very clean an overly simplistic uh, picture of how human beings uh, affect uh, affect one another, but they affect uh, each other profoundly, in as much as in uh, in, a, in a in a modern heterogeneous societies, they uh, certainly threaten to uh, undercut one another's uh, one another's hero system, and uh, that 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 is a, that is a problem, no question. So there are advantages and disadvantages to believing intensely in the objective transcendent truth of your hero system, and there are advantages and disadvantages to seeing the fictional nature of one's hero system. So it's not like an individual is inherently better off uh, understanding the fictional nature of his hero system or not understanding the fictional nature of his hero system. There's no answer. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, there are... uh... You could certainly you 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 you, you could certainly uh, find many examples of uh, the failure. If you you know you think of uh, you know twentieth century examples of uh, both uh, both fascism and uh, communism. Certainly, those are uh, certainly illustrate uh, the the dangers of not recognizing your hero systems uh, as hero systems. But you know. You can uh, also find uh, very many examples of uh, of people, maybe maybe people that we would consider simple people, but so they have, they have a certain hero system and they've never been forced to question it, and uh, they go through life, you know, maybe unglamorously but uh, perfectly functionally. Hmm. And uh, you know, um, it's like it's not something with which I can identify. You know, uh, it's not, you know, it's completely foreign to me, but it's obviously the, 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 the case. I think it would be a great, uh, mistake. Uh, you know, and you certainly have this in, uh, progressive education. It's an idea that can't really be fulfilled but the idea that, you know, we want to, you know, maximize, uh, free thoughts. We want to maximize questioning, we want to maximize uh, reflection. Now, certainly, there are uh, situations where that is indeed called for, but uh, I, 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 it is not something which is, uh, you know, obviously always preferable in itself. So, sure. you are not calling on people to recognize the fictional nature of their hero systems. No, you know, I mean, if they're listening to me at all, then they may have been in a position where they, you know, they have to. Perhaps yeah. they're, they're, they're in a position where that 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 is like raised to the forefront, and I understand that if somebody's in that position, that may they may you know 
they may have to do it and you know maybe i can provide whatever guidance i i have but i it's it's certainly nothing that i would urge upon anyone who is not already in that position i would not go out of my way and uh try to uh proselytize them uh to that i think you know it, it's like uh you know ernest becker and i think i some of the some of the some of my quotes from him in uh conservative claims you know like human beings you know uh okay, animals your, your your dog your cat even even you know uh domesticated animals they have they have much stronger instincts than human beings you, you know they can become uh and and culture hero systems are in a sense the the human uh, substitute uh, for those those instincts. So certainly to uh, to argue that we should you know categorically try to uh, weaken hero systems and erode our conviction in them and and enhance our ability to see uh, through them. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly would not uh, urge that as a general prescription from uh, for human happiness far from that if you have to deal with it you have to deal with it but you know uh-huh uh yeah i would not i i would not we're not trying to proselytize from that perspective yeah okay i might uh, start to wrap up today's stream do you have any final words anything that you'd like to hit before we wrap up for today um i don't i don't i don't think so I mean, you you you've definitely a certain uh Help me uh, articulate. Uh, I mean, it's been very, very useful going going through this as I've been reading uh, conservative claims of, uh, of 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 cultural oppression. That sort of you know, as a as abstract as some of that theorizing uh, is. At the end of the day, I think it re relates to uh, issues which we're we're dealing with uh, you know every day, even when we're doing something as. Uh, you know, quotidian as, as as you described, watching watching the news and reflecting on why we're reacting to them as the as we do. Yeah, I'd encourage anyone who's not quite sure about what we're talking about is reflect on what matters to you when you move, like when you move permanently, when you move for a vacation. Yeah. Like if you move to an, another country just for a two week vacation, do you carry the exact same cares and concerns and priorities that you had back at home? And I would say really would you also when you change profession if your profession means something to you right if you're just going from one form of drudgery to another i don't expect a change in your hero system but if you change from someone who is intent on becoming a philosophy professor and you become a lawyer that's going to require a change in your hero system you're going to change if you if you up or reduce or change the the direction of your religious uh, observance or commitment, or if you change your your politics, you will notice a whole rejiggering of your of your hero system. Is there anything you want to add on these themes? Well, yeah, I mean, if if you find yourself in that position, then you've got to wrestle with the questions uh, with which we're discussing. But uh, if uh, if not, then I would just say, you know, then count your blessings. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Ronnie. Great to talk to you again. Okay, we'll talk again soon, Luke. Sounds good, man. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.